the nose. A protrusion made of cartilage, bones, and skin. Located on the front of one's face. Capable of sensing the scent of scent via smell and olfactory cells. By way of the scent molecules in the air, such as a pretty flower. And with the use of the olfactory bulb. Together with your mucus and cilia, you have the ability to smell. Once thought to be the origin of babes, comes the nose. What the hell are we listening to? Yeah, yeah, I know I'm talking about the nose today, but I'm talking about the nose today. Alright, can I start the show now? Hi guys, I'm Zookeeper Deidre, and this is Weird Animal Facts EXPLICIT. A show dedicated to the weird, odd, unusual, gross, and oftentimes disturbing facts about animals. As it says in the title, EXPLICIT, this is not a podcast for kids, as I will say, fuck, among other things, that is not suitable for the youths of the world to hear. Today is week four in our five-week journey into the five senses. Last week, if you tuned in, we talked about the amazing tongue-slash-tasting abilities of the snakes and catfish. And as mentioned, the one thing that goes hand-in-hand with our taste is smell. Without our sense of smell, the pizza would only taste okay. And tacos would not be the amazing sensation that they are for many of us. I wish I had a taco. It's your old factory cells and the bulb that is helping to make food taste so damn good. Today, we're going to be talking about two animals with some of the best snoots out there. Elephants and the kiwi. And I'm not talking about the fruit, okay? There's actually a bird named the kiwi. Those of you from New Zealand know what I'm talking about. But more on the kiwi later, because first, we're going to talk about elephants. Hey, what do you get when you cross an elephant and a rhino? Elephino! Ah! <laughs> elephants. Is that a dick on your face, or are you just happy to see me? Ow, ow! If you don't know what an elephant looks like, then what the hell are you doing with your life? Elephants are a giant gray mammal with really long noses called trunks. No, not like the trunk in your car, but the trunk, which is their nose. And some individuals of elephants also have tusks, which is a pretty rad Fleetwood Mac album. Also, neither does the album nor the elephant tusk have anything to do with the elephant's sense of smell. I'm just trying to help paint a picture for you idiots out there who don't know what an elephant is. Oh, also, elephants have large ears. And if this still isn't ringing a bell, then go onto our Instagram at WAF Podcast, and there'll be images of elephants so that you may educate yourself. Knowledge is power. There are basically two types of elephants in the world, African and Asian. The African elephant comes from Africa, and the Asian elephant comes, comes from Asia, obviously. But there are subtle differences between the two. I mean, if you're in Africa and you see an elephant, it's probably an African elephant. And if you're in Asia and you see an elephant, well, all right, well, you get the point. But let's say you're at a zoo and uh, you're like one of those common Joes who doesn't read signs and just wander around the zoo until you find one of the biggest animals in the world. Because, you know, you have to compensate for something. And then you stumble across this trunked beast. How are you to tell the difference? That is, if you're stupid and aren't reading the sign. Just read the sign. Well, in case you don't want to read the sign or you don't know how to read, good thing you listen to a podcast, I guess. African elephants have a bit more going on with the exterior of their trunks than the Asian cousins. The African trunk 
is built like the African man's trunk. <laughs> While the Asian elephant's trunk are built like Asian men's trunks. <laughs> okay, I'm just kidding. Because like the main difference, okay, the main difference between the trunks is actually all in the tip. And just the tip. African elephants have two what are referred to as fingers. One is on the top of where the nostrils sit, and one is below, while Asian elephants only have one finger on top. Fun fact! The actual best way to identify if it's an African versus Asian elephant is to look at its ears. African elephant's ears are shaped like the continent of Africa, where they're from, while Asian elephants have smaller and more rounded ears that are not shaped like the continent of Asia. Nope. African ears look like Africa. Asian ears don't, they're smaller. Now, let's talk about that nose. Probably the most phallic looking nose in the animal world, the elephant's trunk is better than yours. It's better than your nose and it's better than a penis. Guys, girls don't want dick pics. They want pics of elephant's trunks. Mmm, such dexterity and girth. I'm impressed. The trunk can not only smell, but it can also pick up things as big and rough as a log and delicate and as small as a tortilla chip. Not to mention they can shoot water out of it. But the smell is really where it's at, as they are quite possibly the best smeller in the entire world. Think of a bloodhound. Those dogs used to sniff out crime. Let's take a bite out of crime. A bloodhound can smell 40 times better than we can. And that has to do with the receptors in their nose and the olfactory bulb, which is about 40 times the size of ours and is used for processing and identifying smells. And if you think that's impressive, an elephant is twice as good at smelling than a bloodhound. Imagine if you were on the run from the cops. And instead of giving that torn piece of clothing you left behind to a bloodhound to sniff and track you down, they gave it to an elephant. We gotta get out of here, man! Come on! Nah, they won't find us. I rolled all around in this mud so those dogs won't track us. Didn't you hear, man? The police department replaced those bloodhounds with elephants. Can we outrun an elephant? Shit, they're onto us! Quick, climb that tree! What are you doing? It's an elephant! They have 4,000 muscles in their trunk! Not only can they smell you through that nasty-ass mud you cover yourself in, but if they don't just reach up and yank you from that tree with their trunk, they'll knock over the tree with you in it! Alright, then, then, then let's just outrun it! What, what, what are you, Usain Bolt? You can't outrun an elephant! They can run almost 40 miles per hour! Not to mention, can travel over 15 miles a day, some over 100 miles in a single day! What? Well, if you knew so much about elephants, then why the fuck did you suggest us rob that bank? For the thrill, man! Where's your sense of adventure? Although officials have not recruited elephants into tracking down criminals, they do have the ability to find water and drought, identify differences between a nice tribe and a stabby stab tribe, as well as locate TNT. TNT! That old might! And they do all this with just their nose. 
Fun fact! Other animals known for helping out humans to locate TNT and landmines include dogs, gamium pouch rats, and bees. And this is just like so amazing to me. To have that kind of smelling power. Think about those dogs that are like trained to sniff out cancer in patients or those rats that can identify leukemia just with their nose. Dogs are even used to help eradicate invasive species. Seeing that elephants are better smellers than those other critters we just mentioned, just think of the possibilities elephants and their master smelling ability can do to benefit science and human survival. And if elephants are able, and in some cases are helping out humans in this huge way, it only seems fair that we help them out. With our powers combined. As powerful as their noses are, it might not be enough to save them from extinction. That's right, I'm getting serious now, and I'm taking you with me, the same way Pixar does your emotions. Surprise! Try not to cry. <laughs> Please don't hurt me, I'm so sorry. 96 elephants. That's the number of African elephants murdered every single day! And for what? Their tusks? For that ivory? There's even a campaign called 96 Elephants that's titled as such so to slap you in the face with the facts so that you feel something. And I know what you're thinking. I don't live in Africa. I don't even know what ivory is. Why should I care? Well, um, um, uh, I don't know. Were you just not listening to the, all the possibilities and amazingness weirdness of the elephant's nose that I just mentioned? If the elephant's nose isn't enough to convince you just how awesome elephants are, then, well, well, I don't even know what to say to that. Maybe go and find your emotions that you lost from not getting hugged enough as a child, or go watch Toy Story 3 right before you go to 96elephants.org to learn more. Wake up, people! Animals are dying, and it's because people are dicks. So don't be one of those dick personnels and help save a species. And here are all the species of elephants that could die if we don't do something about it. Scientific names are hard. The way this works is I ask my roommate Emily to, well usually to write down on a sheet of paper the scientific names that I don't read until this point, but since I forgot to do that I text her while she was at work and I said, can you text me the names that I won't, of the scientific names so I won't read until this moment? So I'm going to read the scientific names of the elephants, but it's not a piece of paper, so I don't have a little crumply noise I usually do. Instead, I'm just going to grab my phone and open up the text message. So hopefully she put them in order, because I have not looked at it, I just saw I had a notification from Emily, and I think we're ready. So here is scientific names for elephants. Here's the African forest elephant, Loxodonta cyclotus, African savanna elephant, Loxodonta africana, Asian elephant, Elephants maximus, and she put the woolly mammoth in here just for fun. Mammothus primigenius. It's the transition song from going to one topic to the next. It's the transition song so that we have no Awkward silence! Kiwi. Is it a fruit? Is it a bird? Is it a mammal? Is it a monotrine? What is it? A bird. It's a bird. I guarantee to you that a kiwi is a bird. But it's a very weird bird. 
where most birds of interest have beautiful extravagant <laughs> have beautifully extravagant feathers display and can fly the kiwi um well it doesn't but what the kiwi lacks in traditional beauty and the inability of flight it makes up for with their sense of smell and their ridiculous way of running oh it's super cute it looks like a little kid wearing like their big older brother's hand-me-down clothes and is like for the school bus just running away so cute oh just look it up look it up running kiwi they're really cute Aww. before we get too deep into the remarkable nayers of the kiwi let's learn a bit more about it as unlike the elephant i will forgive you if you've never heard of this bird before however if you're from new zealand or even australia you should know what this bird is Native to New Zealand, these 12 inches of fluff are the unofficial national emblem and national icon of New Zealand. Being so popular among New Zealanders that they've even adopted the name on themselves. Fun fact, people of New Zealand are called Kiwis. Oh, and if you don't know, New Zealand is an island country southwest of Australia and has some really weird animals. Tuatera, Kalkukpa, Kakapu, Kia, to only name a few, or attempt to name a few. And being that New Zealand is an island like Madagascar or the Galapagos, it's no wonder there are some very special animals that call it home. I am special. Being an island, the animals and plants of New Zealand have been able to develop independently from the mainland. Think of it like you during your quarantine. You had no one telling you what to do or how to live, aside from, you know, people telling you to stay at home. So you develop some odd adaptations, like talking to your dog like they were a person, becoming more tech savvy, becoming an excellent baker or improving your dancing repertoire, and are now one of the cool kids thanks to TikTok. And because of New Zealand's isolation, the kiwi has become a very odd creature. As an honorary mammal, the kiwi is unlike any bird you've ever heard of. Here's a list of mammal-like qualities that this kiwi bird possesses helping to explain why they are an honorary mammal. While most birds nest in trees, the kiwi lives in a burrow. You know, like a badger. Have you ever wondered why mammals like your dog don't fly? It's because of the heavy ass bones. Birds have lightweight bones to aid with flight. The kiwi has got those fat bones of a mammal, even though they're a bird. Their feathers are also almost fur-like and they don't just slide together into place the way like a satin bowerbird does. For more info on this, check out the bowerbird episode number three. And like your cat's fur that is constantly shedding, so does the kiwi's feathers. FYI, most birds molt once a year and the feathers fall out in a certain order so that they aren't completely naked and can still fly. And for you really diehard enthusiasts out there, the female kiwi has two ovaries, like mammals. While birds, well, while most birds only have one ovary. And one last thing, have you ever seen a freshly hatched chick? If not, think about like the first Jurassic Park movie where they watched the Velociraptor hatch. It was gangly, gooey, and pretty much naked. And this is what birds look like when they hatch. But not the kiwi. Our kiwi pal hatches with full feathers. It's so fluffy, I'm gonna die! Fun fact, the reason the baby kiwi is so well developed at birth is due to the egg yolk. Where most birds' egg yolk makes about 40% of the egg, the kiwi's makes up 65%. Double fun fact, 
The kiwi's egg is almost as large as an ostrich egg. But whereas the ostrich's egg is only about 2% of the ostrich's body weight, the kiwi is about 20% of their body weight. So ladies who thought childbirth was hard, just be glad you're not a kiwi. Triple fun fact! A single kiwi can lay up to 100 eggs in their lifetime. Yeah, ladies, be really glad that you aren't a kiwi. As a flightless bird, the kiwi doesn't fly. Think of their wings like your cousin who has that extra long tailbone that you aren't supposed to bring up during family gatherings. Like, that's what their wings are. Like, there's not really a purpose to them. And since they don't fly, they collect their food from the ground and have adapted their nose to sniff out all the centipedes, snails, spiders, seeds, and berries that are needed. Seeing that the kiwi is just a little brown floof that waddles around the floor plan of New Zealand's wilderness, they've adapted their beak to be long. And at the tip of their beak are their nostrils, kind of like where the elephant's nostrils are. But where the elephant has a highly dexterous... dexterous... But while the elephant has a highly dexterous trunk, and the kiwi... Fuck, fuck, fuck. But while the elephant has a highly mobility... I cannot talk. But where the elephant has a highly dexterous... dexterous... But while the elephant has a highly dexterous trunk... Oh, I did it! Yeah, yeah, yeah! has a beak, proving that it's a bird. Fun fact, other animals that aren't birds but have beaks include platypus, squid, octopus, some turtles and fish species, and even a family of whales. But I assure you, the kiwi is a bird. Even though it has a beak, even though there are some animals that aren't birds that have beaks, the kiwi is a bird. That was just a fun fact. Back to the show! While waddling around the floor of New Zealand, the kiwi will poke its nose tip into the dirt, like an alien probe up your ass, and then will exhale noisily. <sighs> Although the kiwi has many amazing adaptations to survive, one it didn't add to its weirdness was internal nose protection. Meaning, as they sniff the dirt to locate their meal, dirt can go up their nose. So to combat this, they blow like a teenage girl does her first boyfriend. And if that's not cute enough, if the kiwi smells something real good under the dirt, they will wiggle their beak to dig deeper and sometimes even jump up into the air with their beak in the ground like a birdie gymnast doing a handstand to get even deeper so to pull that tasty worm up. In case you are unaware of this, as not everyone is as much of a bird nerd as I am, the nares of most birds are not at the tip of the beak. Think of any other bird. Let's go ahead and pick a toucan. The nares of a toucan, as well as uh, whatever bird you're thinking of, has nares at the base of its beak, pretty much near the eyes. And some beaks are really freaking long. So for the kiwi to adapt over generations to have its nares move that far is so bizarre to me. However, if when you imagine that other bird and want to stay with one that lacks a keel, you most likely thought of a ray tight. What's a ray tight, you asked? Think of all those birds who don't fly. And also don't fly in water, seeing that penguins don't fly, but they aren't considered ray tights because they have a keel. What's a keel, you ask? Okay, so think about how birds fly. They flap their wings. And to do that, they need muscles. The keel is the breastbone on the sternum where the wing muscles connect. 
Since penguins use their wings to aid with swimming, those breast muscles are important, so therefore they have a keel. Other flightless birds, such as the kiwi, ostrich, cassowary, emu, and rhea, are all true ratites, and are thought to have evolved from the elephant bird, which is a perfect animal to talk about in today's episode. The now extinct elephant bird was two feet taller than the tallest human and found on Madagascar. However, we're talking about kiwis, so let's back it up. Scientific names are hard. Now it's time for the kiwi scientific names. The brown kiwi, Apteryx mantelli, and then the great spotted kiwi, or Roroa, Apteryx hasiti. There's two A's, H-A-A-S, hasiti. Gonna make sure you can say both those A's. Then the little spotted kiwi, Apteryx oeni, and then the Rowy. Rowy? Is that an animal? Rowy. Apteryx Rowy. Apteryx Rowy. Those have been the scientific names. Well, wait, wait, we went too far. Wait, 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 rewind it. Go back, go back. The kiwi is a special ratite, as it's the smallest, and unlike the others who are Donald ducking it by going pantless, the kiwi's pant style, some could argue, was influenced by MC Hammer. But the pants aren't the only thing that the kiwi has in common with the one-hit wonder artists. As, if things aren't preserved, then the kiwi's population could easily diminish as quickly as MC Hammer's finances. However, MC Hammer's money loss was his own damn fault, while the kiwi's decrease in population is... Well, you've guessed it! Humans! Humans are dicks! Humans are dicks! Humans are dick 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 dicks! Humans are dicks! But not all of them. According to kiwisforkiwi.org, when people step in to help protect areas the kiwi call home, their population does well. In fact, in managed areas, 50 to 60% of chicks survive. Which may not seem all that good if you were one of those I have to get an A on everything kind of student, but compare that to the kiwi eggs being laid on unmanaged lands, 95% of chicks don't even survive. This truly shows you the full capability that humans have to make a positive difference for wildlife. If we start acting as though we give a shit about these weird and wacky animals that we share this planet with, we can save them. This is proof of that, as well as the bald eagle, brown pelican, Arabian oryx, American alligator, golden lion tamarind, and even the California condor is starting to have its comeback. All because humans decided to care. Look how cute these animals are! From the elephant to the kiwi and every animal in between. Their cuteness alone should be enough for you to care. And if you feel so impaired to put your caring heart into action, you can donate actual money to either 96 elephants or kiwis for kiwi, and your money will go directly into helping save the species we've learned about today. You'll be able to find links to these two amazing conservation efforts in the show notes of today's episode so that you can say that you saved a species and their habitat. Thank you so much for caring, and thank you for listening from both me and the amazingly weird animals we share this world with. Stay weird. <laughs>